Hello and welcome back to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. That's right, the award-winning five-star podcast. <laughs> um, last time I checked, we've got only five-star reviews on uh, whatever iTunes or Apple or whatever. How many do we have? Unimportant. Unimportant the number. It's just ooh, the, the quality of those reviews. So uh, everyone loves us and um, yeah, I'll, I'll be accepting the Oscar next week. Yeah, we would like to thank, from the bottom of our hearts, the one person who gave us a five-star review, which may, which may have been us. We forgot if we did that. However, if, it still feels good, don't it? You know, I can scratch my own back. You know, I was, on, I was on the iTunes store listening to the newest singles and music, and then my hand mm-hmm. slipped, and it typed in a lot of stuff, and then clicked <laughs> stuff, like clicked a whole bunch of links. But it was a crazy accident. <laughs> wow, it's like it was fate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like back in the day when you were, I don't know, uh, fourteen on Instagram, and you had to pretend like you just didn't want to post a good picture of yourself. Like, oops, swipped. My dog took this. <laughs> thought I might post it anyway. <laughs> Not a model. The camera just turned on and like took a photo like this. It was crazy. <laughs> so weird. Are your guys' cameras doing that too? It's just at, at, at random times of the day when I've done my makeup and positioned the lighting just so. It'll just, just take a picture by itself. I don't know why it does that. Somebody help. Also, what do you think? I think it might be the FBI agent in my phone looking out for me. <laughs> like, you looking nice today. Put that on the internet. Yes. But every so often, I'll be playing a video game, and I'll see my terrible, terrible reflection in the screen. <laughs> and I am haunted by the knowledge that if there was an FBI agent in my webcam, t- you know, Google Earth always taking pics, it is a fully up-the-nose, quadruple-chinned depression face <laughs> like this. Oh my god um i i was driving the other day and i literally drove up next to the apple maps car that's like creating the routes for apple maps mm-hmm. as apple maps was actively giving me a wrong direction i so desperately wanted to yell at him but just <laughs> you did this his fault. But, mr maps uh, you're doing a bad job <laughs> stop that car i have a complaint <laughs> Welcome back to another exciting installation in the uh, podcast by the uninformed for the uninformed. That's right, folks. You're listening to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. We're in season two. Things are hot. Mm -hmm. Things are spicy. We're seeing childhood friendships ripped apart. We're seeing crabs. We're seeing (laughs) no fighting. None of that. And uh, last we saw, Sasuke was being held underground by Dr. Freakazoid Creepazoid, and who was on his way to rescue him? That's right, Detective Pink Eye's on the case. So, without further ado, let me introduce my lovely co-stars by having them introduce themselves. (laughs) Well, I would first like to introduce our lovely co-star, DJ. You know what, I'll let her do it. My name is Brendan. (laughs) This is... DJ Dust. Oh. Okay. Wow, a somber DJ name for this one. <laughs> I just, I was thinking, I didn't want anything too large, but I also, I just wanted to illustrate how something can both be 
made up of small parts and create a larger thing, like us sending our voices out into the ether, a small thing becoming a large one. That's why you're the DJ. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Well, everyone, I'm glad you tuned into our our comedy podcast so that we could remind you that you are not but a speck of dust floating in the cosmic universe. Uh, Should we watch this child's TV show? Yeah, I'm ready. So every week we randomly generate two minutes of a consecutive Naruto episode. We, we generate it. We make it in. ourselves. That not, that two minutes did not exist before we stepped no. in. Oh, um, no? Is that not what we're doing? you know, a peek behind the curtain, we've got a big old bingo ball spinner. <laughs> and we just, <laughs> that's how we get our times. And we're going to be watching season two, episode 16 of Naruto. DJ does, if you don't mind telling us the name and the number. Uh, season two, episode 16, what's it called? The Ultimate Battle? Cha! 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 Alright, and, um, DJ Dust, what, um, if you care to give the, uh, bingo balls a, a spin, what, what time are we gonna be listening at? Uh, clickety-clack, 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 that, that's the balls. <laughs> you guys tell. Some, uh, some good old fully work. Ka-thunk. it is 10 minutes and 46 seconds. Um, you guys can't see this because this is, uh, last I checked, a, a podcast, but I would like it to be known that DJ Dust did physically reenact opening up a bingo ball as if it was a book, so I'm glad she did that just <laughs> for our benefit, and I just felt the need to share that with the rest of you. <laughs> I, I, I've been to a bingo parlor and played bingo. I know what to do. <laughs> Sort of an old hound in the bingo halls. <laughs> well, next time I need a DJ um, for my my next bingo game, I'll give you a call. Should we get into this this bad bad Naruto episode? Yeah, you guys, we gotta go. I'm jumping into the hole. No, you're just sitting there. You're not. You didn't go, a- Amy. You didn't even. Move. I'm following you. Only oh. work. You just said. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm going in the I hole, 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 hole. Excellent. Oh boy, and we are back, and what did we do in the last two minutes? That's right, we were watching Naruto, who could have guessed it? Um, this episode was action-packed, lots of fists flying, and- nah, I'm lying, uh, nothing happened. So, we are caught in a pitched battle between our dear friend Sakura- a.k.a. Uh, maybe Voldemort, um, against uh, Regina George, the leader of the Plastics. And we learned today that Regina George's real name is Eno. I'll forget that. I'm going to keep calling her Regina George. Uh, so they're locked in uh, some sort of mortal combat, and um, Regina George yells out, um, what was it? It was uh, Mind Transfer Jutsu? Mm-hmm. Mind Transfer Jutsu! And uh, then we... We freeze frame as um, some ominous music plays, and she's like clearly taking over Sakura's mind. And our helpful boy Naruto decides to waste our precious two minutes by being like, "Oh no! What kind of jutsu? What could it do?" And um, <laughs> Detective Pink Eye's like, "It's literally the name of the jutsu. She's transferring her mind and taking over Sakura." And then our, our dear friend uh, Captain Bullcut himself, Rock Lee, is like, "Yep, she's she's done screwed. She's 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 done for." And we end as um, uh, our good friend Regina George is like, thanks, Sakura, uh, I'll take it from here, ha ha ha, and Sakura, like, bends over and smiles ominously. 
Um, so yes, uh, in conclusion, two characters talked at each other and did not move, and that was our two minutes. I'm a little mm-hmm. worried. Mm-hmm. The further we go on, I wonder, though we only watched two minutes, how much of the show is just obvious scenes being explained to Naruto very slowly by patient people in his life? I would say it's, like, every third episode for us is that. So, like, 33% of any given Naruto episode is Naruto asking, like, what's that? Naruto, my dog, that's a tree. You you should know that by now. <laughs> so this, this begs the question to me, um, if you were in some kind of ultimate fight with, your, with, with an arch nemesis and you gained control of their body, how would you win that fight? Because, like... What what what's what is the next action here? Pee yourself. Pee yourself, Jesus. I think that you've brought up a very good question because watching this two minutes, I realized that you know we've been having fun. We've been seeing bridges getting rescued, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the stakes have never been higher because apparently in the world of naruto 13 year old girls can control other people's minds oh god i didn't even think of that (laughs) that is so goddamn harrowing (laughs) on so many levels like of the sort of jutsus we've seen one was like i can send a lot of needles towards you very slowly and everyone was really afraid of that jutsu that was like one of the powerful ones <laughs> another one was i've got a flamethrower in my hand and Ikos is mm-hmm. just straight up hey bitch i'm you now <laughs> how 13 year old girl is that though like that's very like i control you literally through my own like what i'm thinking and how badly you want to reenact me in order to be better friends (laughs) i'm living in your head rent free now (laughs) i think that's the perfect power to give her because it's very very close to what an actual regina george in middle school Mm -hmm. would have over other people so what is she gonna do like what is what's what's gonna happen to our 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 dear friend um lord of the dark wizards sakura like she can't just be like hey everyone i give up because i think like everyone's gonna know that that's bullshit right like she's gotta come up with a with a more clever ruse than that i mean my first thought was immediately i guess she could just stab herself which then begs the question Does Regina George feel the pain of those whose minds she's... Oh, gosh. ...in? (laughs) Not to be too dark, but this has such troubling implications for me. (laughs) I mean, I think we've all seen Sakura's true colors, so I think what must happen is... Because I don't think she dies in this episode. I think you're right. I think Regina George could just, like, super off her right away. But Regina George must, like, take up residence in the old Sakura brain. Realize there's, like, fucking... It's, it's been split into seven horcruxes, and there's just a <laughs> demon living in there. She's like, oh, God, oh, you've got some shit going on in here. Point of contention. We Point have contention. no idea how many horcruxes she has. That's true. It could be, like, 15. That's true. We only have one And confirmed. if we do anything else, it's reliable fucking journalism. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Can somebody, again, remind me why Sakura is Voldemort? I know we had evidence. We must have had evidence. Um, it's because we saw one screenshot where, like, a black and white version of her, uh, just sort of screamed, 
like 12 year old obscenities of Naruto. Now that being said, boop, 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 I think that's I journalism. figured out. I figured out exactly what happens in the next scene, which is everyone's like, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, Sakura's gonna get kicked out," or she's gonna like be like, "I yield." Mm-hmm. Um, but jokes on Ino because she's entered the fucking terror dome. She's <laughs> yeah. in Sakura's brain, and Sakura's like little inner demon is just sitting in the corner, like about to turn on a light, like you're a child <laughs> breaking into your house at night. Like, oh, welcome. <laughs> Listen, hey, Regina George, now that we're looking at your own body from a third-person perspective, let me just tell you that you're trying a little too hard. Listen, let's just let's just really get into, like, she can, she really can turn the tables on her. Oh, and then Regina George will know the pain of being called, uh, what was it, billboard forehead? Or, like, billboard brow? <laughs> Damn. Mm. Devastating. <laughs> terrible. A terrible time. <laughs> if you guys... I feel like if somebody was to take over my brain, the sort of immediate... And I want to know what would happen if somebody took over your brain. Uh-huh. The sort of, like, immediate consequence that they would face is the amount of inane thoughts that I spend way too much time thinking about. At mm-hmm. work today, I spent, like, a good hour being like, was the Titanic important because of the movie? <laughs> or... If people care about Did it free make the movie because the Titanic was important. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I remember being a little kid going to a Titanic museum and taking like furious notes as if this would like affect my life somehow. I was like, I need to know how many rafts they had in case I don't know. I need to It was a this maritime disaster! Eight-year-old Brendan, like, what I should avoid in life. Uh, definitely quicksand, for sure that. Also, uh-huh. giant icebergs while I am on a cruise vessel <laughs> heading in the middle of the Atlantic. That's a good one. That's definitely a good That's one. We'll write that it. Down. it cuts to Brendan going on his summer vacation, and he's on a cruise. And he's just... <laughs> 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 this one, is two, what three. the prophets warned me of! <laughs> Pull out my handy dandy notebook from when I was eight. I can't if you don't from history, we're doomed to repeat the it. The sacred texts. The sacred texts. I did not heed their warnings. <laughs> uh, Mother, I don't wish to meet Mickey Mouse. We're all trapped to death. <laughs> did you learn nothing from history? <laughs> um, if anybody was kind of rooting around in the old Brendan brain. I think the thing they would be struck by immediately is, why is the Me Channel song stuck in your head? <laughs> is it always like this? And the answer to that question is, yes, it's always in there. Man, it's like it's like that one meme when a robber comes in and he's like, damn, you live like this? And someone's in your head and like, are you always, is it always like this? Damn. <laughs> is, it, is it always like, do, 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 do. Is it, it's just all the time. And the answer is, yeah. It's been in there for like 20 years. <laughs> even before even before that even before the we came out. It was in the sacred texts. DJ <laughs> uh, Dust, you got anything to add about if uh, Regina George sort of took a took a rifling through your brain thoughts? 
I unfortunately think that there would be unbelievably mundane, mostly concerned with when I next can eat um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and what I would like to eat next. And also... <laughs> but you're already eating. How are you already thinking somebody's concerned if my cat loves me as much as I love my cat? <laughs> That's a very real concern. If I'm thinking about, like, what I think about on the daily, it's when can I eat next, already planning out what I can eat when I can eat it, mm-hmm. and then I hope that Rue likes me as much as I like Rue. I really do like her a lot. <laughs> and then also a giant file cabinet of all of your various DJ names. <laughs> and then when I spend the most time on, of course. Um, I think that I'm just, you know, I'm on the edge of my seat. I don't mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen to our girl. Shall we watch the next episode? I'd be so yeah, down. I mean, I think I know what. It. I think I know what happens. Uh, Regina George shows up in Sakura's burying, cackling menacingly. Um, hard cut to Naruto being confused about like, so what's a jutsu and what are we doing here? Where am I? What's my name again? And then we cut back and Regina George is back in her own body, just kind of crying softly and giving up. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't go into the Sakura mind. You just need. Less, that's that's a, that's a day one of ninja training uh, lesson. You don't you don't do that. I mean, we all know this. You don't go into the Thunderdome if you're not prepared for the Thunderdome. <laughs> you're not prepared for the thunder. I would like to sort of point out the naming conventions of Naruto episodes, which oh, is do. famously we're doing this podcast because we all want to watch Naruto, but there's too many episodes. We too don't many have episodes. the time. Mm-hmm. If this is the ultimate fight. <laughs> ha! Not only the ultimate fight, the ultimate fight. Ha! <laughs> I feel like maybe ultimate might be like a little bit of an over exaggeration. Mm, I agree. I don't know. Let's see. What's the next episode title? Uh, all good. right. So next episode seventeen, uh, Killer Konoichi and a Shaky Shikamaru. And we'll be watching at 5 minutes and 38 seconds. I'm sorry, who's... Do we know these characters? Uh, if we do, we definitely have not given them those names. Are the next 15... Are we gonna see this tournament in real time one episode per match? Yes. Jesus Christ, not Ruto. <laughs> okay, let's do it. I'm so sorry. Have you forgotten the bridge? You're right, you're right. I, I, I specifically asked for this. I cannot complain now. You're right. I, I repent. My B. Let's, we have to let's go. Let's watch this episode. Oh, not back in the hole. I don't want to go back in the hole. Amy, don't make me do it. We've got work to do, boys. <laughs> I'm jumping okay, in! Okay, here we go! <laughs> Damn, that fully work is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Strong, powerful women facing off against each other, bringing me exactly what I want to see, which is knives <laughs> in the air. Um, we cut two. We're in a new fight. No idea how Sakura and Eno's fight ended. This time, it's Gwen Stefani versus Mortal Kombat, who you might remember as the girl who was cheating during the uh, written part of the exam with the mirrors. Mm-hmm. And we see Mortal Kombat's weapon of choice are uh, seems to be a lot of scrolls that summon various sorts of like sharp metal implements. And she is facing off against Quen Stefani's 
weapon, which is a giant fan. <laughs> and uh, it goes exactly as you might expect, sort of seeing a lot of, uh, you know, people pointing out the big fallacies in the ninja world, which is if you rely on airborne projectiles, having something to blow those bad boys away <laughs> is in your interest, <laughs> which makes me wonder why literally no one else has thought of this. Um, but the fight goes exactly as you might expect. Mortal Kombat summons a bunch of knives, throws them towards Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani, cool as a cucumber, stands her the whole time, holding her big-ass fan, and it's just saying, like, Big-ass fan! Star. Big-ass fan! <laughs> this is the first star. By the third star, you'll be dead. Uh, it's very cool. She gets 10 out of 10 points for being a stone-cold badass. Mortal Kombat is like so my first strategy of throwing knives at you didn't work but wait till you see what I've got coming for you next time <laughs> rising twin dragon something whatever more squirrels <laughs> you guessed it more knives coming through the air and Gwen Stefani is like okay and blows them all away one more time <laughs> And that's all we saw, so let's let's this. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know when you're watching shows um about like a really niche subject, maybe this is a little too personal, but I love watching competition shows about anything. You know, I've done glass blowing, I've done flower arranging, obviously GBBO, etc. But mm. The more you watch it, the more that you feel like you're the expert and, you know, you yell at them through the screen, like, how could you not add baking powder? Your cakes are going to be an awful, horrible mess. You deserve this, um, <laughs> et cetera, sort of things. <laughs> I feel like perhaps a lesson in a similar vein we can take away from this is if you're a ninja, don't rely on flying projectiles. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or at the very least, you know, going into the rink, You've seen that this woman has a giant fan strapped to her back <laughs> since day one. So assume, you know, like, listen, it's good to have specializations. Obviously, you gotta focus on one thing. Could be mind control. Could be just having a shit ton of, you know, uh, sort of like butcher knives strapped to you. But you gotta have a plan B. Gotta have a plan B. I don't know if you do, though, because you could be Gwen Stefani and your only ninja power is defense against flying knives. So if she got paired up against anyone else, fucking toast. But she just got the (laughs) one person that she, like, the fucking scissors to her rock. And she just blew her away. Because if she went against mind control, girl, what the fuck was she going to do? Like, blow the fan at her? That wasn't going to do anything. That is such a good point. Like, before the, like, names were announced, she's just sitting there like, Oh jeez, oh jeez, oh jeez, oh jeez, oh jeez, oh jeez, oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> and Quan's funny up against Knives McGee, like, yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! Also, I wouldn't say that it's fair that Mortal Kombat Girl didn't have a plan B, because her plan B was just plan A the second time. <laughs> what? No, I think, uh-uh, that's, no. I also love how everyone in the stands is like, she's not bringing that out already, is she? Oh, <laughs> and no. it's just, it's just what she already did. Mm-hmm. Also, what I do mean, you it think- makes me excited for when she sort of hits her, because the way she 
twirls those scrolls around is very Sailor Moon, which I love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Got a lot of Sailor it makes vibes. me very excited for when she becomes like a fully realized character in her own right, like maybe, I don't know, like season four, and we like we know why she's got so many knives, we understand her, we see her in her like final sailor form. And it's still just more knives. <laughs> it's just, it's knives across the board. Unless, what Unless. if she makes the first gun? <laughs> I mean, I, we have established that this is set yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, there guns are, are allowed timeline-wise, as are jean skirts and vending machines. So, at this point, yes. why not? But not. Why boats. can't yes. a flying projectile be bullets? <laughs> We saw boats getting invented. I can see her sort of going home and being like, I'm going to create something that can't be stopped by a fan. (laughs) A really tiny knife that I throw really hard out of a gun. (laughs) Her redemption arc walking through the rain. I need to invent something that can't be stopped by a fan. Oh my god. Like a really bad <laughs> um, guy, uh, I, I I just had a really just uh, a pit open up in my stomach when I realized that this episode was two characters that are largely inconsequential to the story of Naruto as a whole fighting each other, and I've just flashed back to how many fucking characters there are in the little like just Hunger Games group we've got going. We're gonna see every single round of this tournament because at least before like we had sasuke was in a fight sakura like these are like our important main guys these two people are irrelevant as fuck are they not and they got a whole episode dedicated to like knives versus fans are we gonna be here for i think we're gonna be here for a while yeah that makes sense i mean i guess in a world in which we didn't only watch two minutes of these these are probably meant to do you know, some flushing out and character development of all of these side characters that they've established. Because at this point, Naruto creators have put in the work and they've dressed them in these perplexing mesh-covered outfits. They Mm -hmm. have fans up to their shoulders. They have scrolls that go to the ceiling and they kind of want to give some more interest to these characters. But we, in only watching two minutes ever, are like, ha-ha, girl, do knife twice, suck for you. (laughs) I mean, I will say a lot of that character <laughs> development is coming through, and I am reading it loud and clear. So what we learned about Mortal Kombat was first that she likes knives, and then we learned that she really likes knives. So it's riveting. <laughs> You're right, you can't discount anyway. that. Actually, speaking of that, we did get some character development because in these last two episodes, in both of them, Broccoli slash Broccoli. <laughs> broccoli. Um has been so encouraging of everyone up there. Like, this time he was like, no, don't let her get into your head. Like, you got this. And last time he was cheering Sakura on. So I feel like that's a little bit of character development for him. He's just a sweet boy. He's just a sweet boy that loves to watch children fight. But then again, with a haircut like that, you have to be nice or else you will be ostracized (laughs) immediately. (laughs) I bet he's got a great personality. (laughs) Oh, no, look, man. when you look like this, you know how good of a personality you have to have for people to pay attention to you? A really good one. <laughs> oh my god. It should have been him versus Regina George. She would have projected into his mind, and it just would have been like, 
Ain't nothing gonna stop me now. Ain't nothing gonna slow <laughs> my stride. No, no. We're just like we're all in this together. <laughs> the, the the problem for our friend Broccoli is that he was the Gwen Stefani to Regina George's Mortal Kombat, and I can't believe that's the sentence I just said, and I don't think I fucked it up at all. Um. But he was growing that bowl cut to specifically block Regina George's mind powers. And then they didn't get paired up, and now he just has a bowl cut for no reason. It's like bringing a giant fan and not fighting Knife Girl. You're fucking Wait, screwed. I have a question. Is your theory that he grew the bowl cut out because she would look at him and be like, it's so easy to eviscerate you <laughs> mentally without the mind transfer jutsu because you have given me such powerful ammunition? Or does the bowl cut itself have sort of, like, aluminium-like properties where it yes. can block <laughs> the rays of stuff? Yeah, I think I it's am. very obvious. She has to be able to see the forehead to get into <laughs> the head. Hair covering. Nothing's gonna happen. Why like, do you think they all so wear headbands? That's exactly what I was gonna oh, say! Holy shit. But also, if that's the case, then Broccoli should just get a headband. They don't wear headbands for village loyalty. <laughs> he literally, Broccoli lost, Broccoli, he lost his headband one day and was like, fuck, I need to grow a bowl cut now. No. <laughs> he, lost, he lost his headband because it's actually, I think it's tied around his waist. <laughs> he was just like, he was punching too it. hard and it like slipped down. And, and now he can't find it. It's like when you're holding your phone in your hand. <laughs> I think we've stumbled into something with this headband thing. I think that that's pretty obviously Naruto's that they wear the headbands because they want to ward off jutsu attacks mm -hmm. so that way they can have uh, self esteem that's like stainless steel. Yeah. Just ping! Ping! Yeah, exactly. I love it. I mean, listen, you can't wear an outfit like Rock Lee's without having just, like, nigh-godlike self-confidence. Well, I sure hope so. He's... Well, no, because he's modeled his after um, bigger Rock Lee, whose name has escaped Guy MCA. Oh, yeah, Guy MCA. I mean, honestly, I think Rock Lee likes what he wears. I think he thinks it's the, the, just the sickest threads in the land. And I respect him. him. Good I disagree, him. but I respect it. In my water break my stuff. I'm gonna haul me down. Oh no. <laughs> um I mean, do we need to do it into a fashion watch? Anything like that, or shall we just sort of punch our throw knives our way into the next episode? No, I think we're good. I think we're good we're all good to just like grow grow our bowl cuts into the next episode. Let's fucking do it. Ooh! Let's just bowl okay. our way in there. You know what? I've grown to like this hole. Let's get back in there. I've really come around <laughs> in the hole. Well, we're back. Um, we just watched episode 18, Akamaru Unleashed. Who's top dog now? Um, there were two dog puns in that title. Not two. They couldn't decide. Which honestly, dog why decide? With a title as good as this, I'm glad that they didn't take it down even one notch. <laughs> uh, we watched it at 
15 minutes and 6 seconds, and we got lucky. It was a action-packed episode, so I'll get right into recapping. Um, we open on Naruto. He is upset, as any Olympic athlete would be, that his opponent has been doping. What's up with that? That's, that's not allowed, but as we learn from Captain Underpants up in the stands, he's just taking food pills. Now what, we're all asking, are food pills. Apparently, they are ninja tools developed for the military, and they take them so that they don't sleep for three days and three nights, completely satisfied by the nutritional density of these food pills. Unfortunately, side effect is (laughs) anxiety and exhaustion, as it would usually be on quote-unquote food pills, also known as amphetamines in the real world, but we'll just, you know, we'll breeze past that. Um, (laughs) So we have Naruto. He is going up against um, a character we met before, or a character and his dog that we met before that we referred to as Shaggy and Scooby. They kind of look like a really low-budget version of um, Jacob from Twilight. Much fuzzier, much hairier, much (laughs) more uh, physically into acting of the wolf. Um, Mm. So Naruto is fighting against them. Except physical. (laughs) You nailed it, kid. Naruto's fighting against them. They launch into their first attack, which they call All Fours Jutsu. Excellent name. (laughs) A stupid name because I'm pretty sure they were already on All Fours, but they, in their Jutsu, just go for it and attack him. Um, He dodges out of the way, but it's bad news from Naruto. Um, Augustus Gloop, another... Um, narrator from the stands let us know that um, Shaggy and Scooby already have this mega strong chakra and now that they've taken the food pills their chakra is double strength so Naruto is really going to be facing off against a really formidable enemy Um, and as we see in the episode um, he can't really counterattack because Shaggy and Scooby have got them so off balance, you know, they're on all fours, they're growing hair out of their palms, it's very distracting. (laughs) (laughs) And right as we end the episode, we see them turn into essentially bullets in a jutsu known as Man Beast, fang over fang. What happens next? Only we can decide. (laughs) It's true. I mean, I love the concept of this guy just actively taking, like, just doping. And they're like, oh, it's not doping, it's a food pill. It's for food, it's for nutrition. (laughs) He's just so nutritioned out that he can't sleep, and he has inhuman strength and endurance. It's not cheating. It's food. You take one of these berries, you even just take a single sniff of these bad boys, you're full for a day. (laughs) I will say, I did, when I was a kid, I used to take those, like, you know, those, like, little Flintstone vitamins? Same thing used to happen to me. So, like... I'll be a living god! That'd be the kind of thing when you're a kid and you're like, I'm gonna run away from home, and you get your handkerchief and, like, a really good stick from the backyard, and you put in your Flintstone gummies, like, 30 of them, and you're like, I'll be good for 10 years on this. 
I guess it begs the question as to how did Shaggy come by these military-grade ninja food pills? That is an excellent question. And what? And, oh, I mean, they're clearly Scooby Snacks. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, they're Scooby Snacks. They're clearly Scooby Snacks. Brendan, you Um, absolute genius. Also, like, did no one tell Naruto that you could just bring snacks? Did we see anybody ever just being like, listen, you're going to the forest of death, okay? Maybe don't eat what they've gotten there. Be sure to bring, like, a granola bar. Also, can you bring your dog into these one-on-one ninja fights? That definitely seems like cheating, no? Like, your vicious attack dog that knows jutsus? That, again, definitely cheating. It seems like anything can be explained by you just being like, it's a ninja tool. These amphetamines, a ninja tool. This granola bar, a ninja tool. My dog, a ninja tool. This chainsaw gun, a ninja tool. My dick, a ninja tool. (laughs) (laughs) This wrench, a ninja tool. A tool who's a ninja. (laughs) (laughs) I just love the idea of like. Naruto very obviously has crazy amounts of chakra because the fox inside of him and Kiba or Shaggy also has uh, also has a lot of chakra just the two of them like dancing like bro bro your chakra is fucking it's legendary it's off the charts no bro your chakra is legendary Bro, I can't even look at you in the light because your chakra is blinding me, man. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, maybe if Shaggy and Naruto were on the same team, there wouldn't be a very mean podcast about Naruto the way that Sakura and Sasuke are, uh, you know, producing. Maybe it'd just be two 12-year-old boys just, like, punching each other in the abs really hard. <laughs> Amy, if you're trying to say that we should transition this podcast into one where we just punch each other in the abs really hard, I'm gonna say no thank you on my end. My chakra protects me. I will be fine. It's fine. One day I'll find my... One day I'll find my real friends. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that's interesting is we've seen that... I think pets are a pretty important part of the ninja world because Kakashi had, like, nine dogs... So many dogs. Um, unless he's just like a very, very lonely man. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, um, Isn't he a shark? Isn't he part shark? Am I remembering that correctly, or is this a fever dream I'm having about something we said? Uh, I think that's maybe something that was said and then later um, dutifully ignored. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm bringing it back up. Oh, no. He's a shark. I mean, yeah, he is. Is Sasuke okay, by the way? (laughs) Oh yeah, where is he? We haven't seen him in weeks! Yeah, we haven't seen him in a long time. (laughs) Bro, is Sasuke, like, dead? (laughs) I think it's time to call it. Listen, we haven't seen him on Naruto in a couple of weeks. I can pretty much confirm that Sasuke, the character in Naruto that I knew of before watching the show, has perished in this episode. (laughs) And any Sasuke's we see in the future is some somebody else. I mean, like, from what I've seen of Naruto, 
he's very intense about his feelings for Sasuke, which would be explained by if you were 12 years old and you lost your teammate. Like, maybe yeah. Sasuke dies and he's just dealing with the grief of that for the rest of the 700 episodes. Yeah. Maybe the so, ultimate fight wasn't Ino and Sakura. Maybe <laughs> Sasuke and the cold, cruel, unyielding hands of death itself. Uh, Naruto, the simple tale of a boy ninja, his friend who's a Voldemort, and her horcrux, who Naruto has fallen deeply in love with and then lost and then mourns as a ghost. I think I understand. Is it better to have loved and lost than never loved at all? <laughs> Believe it. Well, guys, I'm sad to say that Sasuke is dead. Pour one out. Let's let's take a moment and have a Sasuke memorial. Really talk about our best Sasuke moments and really just honor his legacy now that he has definitely passed away and is not just <laughs> off screen for the past three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> We're like goldfish. If we don't see them, they're dead. And I don't even know that he wasn't in these last three episodes. He may have just not been in these six minutes that we saw every time we cut away it could be like and meanwhile in the cave Sasuke has found a new cat and is raising it as his own I but thought you were going to say that the camera was going to like pan over like maybe one person more and Sasuke is just watching the fight <laughs> oh no not the dog over bone jutsu or whatever the fuck yeah maybe he's just off screen doing his podcast like we see everybody else giving input but he's also giving input off to the side just not to Mario, Naruto. I feel you. That's Mario, true. I know. It's okay. You're just in the bargaining stage. It's fine. We'll get over it. <laughs> no, I think One day we will accept that Sasuke. I think Sasuke... she's right. I think we've jumped the gun. We've, 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 no. uh, we've, we've Amy, uh... you're in the denial. Amy, you're in the denial stage. I know you just don't want to believe that one of our three main boys, Sasuke of Naruto fame, passed away season two, episode whatever we're on. I'm, I'm going to miss that, that, that little, that, that, that mean little kid. <laughs> Let the dogs out, Sasuke. Imagine if that's what someone played at your funeral, but like a like a sad cover of Who Let the Dogs Out. out. Who? Who? And or someone did a slam poetry reading of the lyrics to Who Let the Dogs Out, but really sad. Dearly beloved, once more I find ourselves today gathered and asking the eternal question, Who Let the Dogs Out? Who? Who? Okay, I'm not gonna lie, I looked up- I, I just googled the lyrics to the song to make another bit off of it. I was like, there must be other words in the song. There aren't. Uh, let me read them to you. Who let the dogs out? Woof, 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 woof. Who let the dogs out? Woof, 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 woof. And just repeat until end of song. I don't understand why we're still making music. Oh? We've already made the perfect song. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, sorry, I lied. I didn't scroll down. There's so many words in the song. You judged a book by its cover, Brendan. It's fascinating watching Brendan learn how to read. <laughs> I, don't Damn, know if I, I don't know if I have, because this line says, I yipa a yo, and I don't think any of those are words. 
Ayipai yo, dearly beloved. <laughs> Today we're gathered to remember our boys. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so he's fine. He's just recording an episode of the podcast. Nope, uh, he's dead. You can, you can lie to yourself against... all you want, Amy. That boy is gone. I'm not. There's nothing listen. we can bring him back. I'm going to subscribe to the idea that unless I actively see a knife go through them, they're fine. They've walked it off. <laughs> um, Mari, you're the tying. You're the you're the you're the you're the tiebreaker vote. I vote he's gone, gone but never forgotten. Oh, um, in unrelated news, I was thinking about <laughs> two bros talking to each other, and they called their tears dogs. And so he's at his bro's funeral, and he's like, "Who, who let the dogs out? Am I right?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Is Sasuke dead? Yes or no? I need an answer. No. <laughs> no. Also, I cannot believe this, but uh, Mari has just opened her eyes to the end of this fight, and Naruto just like fully recovers from this. Uh, roided up 12 year old and it's you know shaggy in the corner just crying over his absolute and utter defeat yeah yeah mm-hmm. all right so we got a couple of different things to keep an eye out for next week number one keep my eye to win keep my eye out eyes on the fucking prize baby uh is sasuke dead no <laughs> yes to win yes because I believe in him. As does Rock Lee. As does... Ain't nothing gonna stop me now. Um, <laughs> Ain't nothing gonna stop you now. Naruto can't hold you down. Uh-uh. Oh my god. We, I really hope we get the two minutes where like Naruto's facing off against Shaggy. And then rising from the crowd like Gabriella in high school <laughs> three, we see Rock Lee just going, Naruto. <laughs> you can cross the bridge to victory. Ooh. You know, I don't, Amy. I don't know if we're gonna be so lucky as to get that in our next poll. I think it was in this episode, but it does warm my heart to know for sure that it's in there. Yeah, even if we oh don't see it, at least we know it happens. <laughs> well, in that case, I mean, you know, I can't believe it's not Naruto. I can't believe it's not Naruto, and I can't believe they killed off Sasuke. Who would have seen that coming? And I can't believe it's not Naruto with an alive and well Sasuke. <laughs> Damn it, I should have laughed. Well, maybe not alive and well, but alive. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, this is Amy signing off. Thanks for listening, and uh, still kind of wondering about the Titanic, so if you've got any thoughts, <laughs> let me know. And this is Brendan reminding you that it's not cheating if you call your steroids food pills. That shit is A plus legal. <laughs> mm-hmm. FDA approved, baby. FDA approved, baby. It's got the word food in the title. How can it be bad for you? <laughs> and this is DJ Dust reminding you all, keep your enemies close, but keep your Rockleys closer. Because they love Aww. you and they want to look out for you. Aw, y'all are my Rockleys. Oh my god, you're my Rockleys. <laughs> 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 Drew!
Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>